podcasts at night because I'm really, really tired, which I am right now, but somehow the inspiration is still flowing. So before we get started, let me quickly introduce myself. If you're new here, if you're not, I'm sorry, you get to listen to this again, whether you want to or not. My name is Megan Smolik. I'm 21 years old. I am currently a student. I'm studying to get my bachelor's degree in psychology. I have a part-time job while I'm in college, and then obviously I have my horses. So if you don't follow me, my Instagram handle is just megan.smolik. And yeah, let's get started. So the other day, one of my friends shared a picture, and on it it had a quote, and it said... um, something along the lines of quit begging for a spot at the table where people say it's full. And now that's not the exact quote, but whatever. Um, And I just really connected with it because for a long time, I felt like I didn't fit into any particular group of people. And I was always trying to conform or change myself to better fit the mold of what I thought these people were looking for to add to their friend group. But it didn't matter what I did. And when I say friend group, I'm mostly talking in the barrel racing community because horse people know that, you know, the barrel racing community or any horse sport in general can be kind of clicky. And I didn't come from a family with a lot of money. You know, my parents always did what they could to provide for me. I've always had fairly nice horses, but I've had to train them myself. I've had to pay for all my lessons myself. Um, Whereas, you know, a lot of other people, they might have gotten their parents' retired horses to run on and learn on, or their older siblings' horses, or they might have just gotten a horse of their own. Who knows? Anyway. So I always felt like the oddball because I didn't come from a horse background and I was an only child and, you know, like everyone says only children are just weird or whatever. So I don't know if I have that against me or what. But um, that and like I always just felt like I was 10 steps behind because while everybody else was winning on their horses, I was just like trying to figure out what was going on with mine, because if you follow me, if you follow my journey, I started with a 16-year-old quarter horse, and I was 13 or 14 at the time, Um, I don't quite remember, and um, she was decent at barrels, she was pretty good for her old age, but she was slow, like I would take her anywhere, and she'd run a nice pretty pattern, but she'd be 40, 5 deep. 60, you know, like not even placing um, sometimes. And then I think it was in like 2017, she started blowing by barrels and I still was not near the rider I am now. Like, not at all. Um, And she was blowing by barrels and we had a sadness exam done on her. And she was diagnosed with POC arthritis in both POCs. And then she had a little bit of arthritis in one of her front knees that she had scarred up as a baby. Um, so at that point, I did inject her, and I tried to start running her again. And she was close, 
Um, so we have another soundness exam on her, and then it was like, this thing is also bothering her. Now that the other stuff is feeling better, this thing is popping out. And so at that point, I made the decision to retire her and not retire her completely, but just retire her from barrel racing. So I still rode her, just walk, trot, lope, trail stuff, whatever, because my vet said, you know, with no further intervention, she'll be completely comfortable for that. It's more so just the barrel racing stuff that is really taking a toll on her body. So in 20, that was late 2016. Um, and then in early 2017, I think it was like January or February, um, I had seriously been on the hunt for a new prospect because I really, really wanted to get into barrel racing. And I thought I was a really good rider then. I would have been like 16, maybe 17. I thought I was really great. I thought I knew it all. I didn't know jack crap. I didn't know what drills were. I didn't know what, like, the importance of slow work, you know, because I just had a horse that already knew everything. So she put up with all my stupid stuff, and she'd still be great anyway. And I know you're probably like, how does this have anything to do with what you said this episode was about? I promise I'm getting there. So I get this, I get Zevi as a three, almost four-year-old, and all she can do is walk trot lope. And I'm like, okay, if I just run the barrels a million times, she'll learn it. Okay, so I did this for probably a year, a year and a half, and she would run barrels. She'd be really, really fast, but she'd have no clue what we were doing. Um, But we'd get there because I'd just guide her every step of the way, you know, and it wasn't until late 2018 to, like, beginning 2019, all of the wheels just started to completely fall off. We were going to races, and she was completely slamming into first barrel and shouldering it, and then completely just running off and shouldering second, and then maybe having a decent third. Didn't know her lead in the barrel pattern, didn't know anything, and so the wheels are starting to fall off. And so at this point, 2019, I recruit the help of one of my friends. Um, She actually just rode my horse a couple days ago, um, and she's like, this is a completely different horse than the one I rode in 2019, which, like, literally, you guys made me want to cry. But it took me two years of the wheels falling off to finally get help. And then I learned all the things, and I'm still learning all the things. And I feel like 20, late 2020 and all of 21 has been our comeback year because I've really gotten down to the nitty-gritty doing the slow crap that no one wants to do but everyone needs to do. So anyway, I see all these girls having their new horses finished in six months. And I'm in a yo-yo, you know, because I'm doing stuff with my horse in 2017, 2018 for four four, six months, whatever, and she's not getting any better, and so I just let her sit, because I'm so frustrated, I think I'm doing everything right, and so the group of people that I want to be sitting with sees me as unreliable, because I say I want a barrel race, and I say I want to do stuff, but I don't actually do it, because I get so frustrated that I'm not getting any better, that then I yo-yo and I stop and then I lose whatever progress I did have. And so, you know, this group of friends is, they're pretty on their game. You know, they just, they work well together. They all have pretty nice horses. They're running well, whatever. And I am talking about a specific group of friends 
that I looked up to, but I'm also talking about the barrel racing community as a whole. Um, and so I got really frustrated with it because I was always just like, you know what? None of them want to be my friend because, like, my horse isn't fast enough. And I hid so much of my personality because I was trying to be the person that I thought would best fit into the mold of this friend group. And it caused me a lot of anxiety, and I took everything so personally. That is my biggest thing is, like, I need to understand more, and I'm working on this, and I've gotten so much better at this lately, that people don't necessarily do things because they want to affect you in some way. They just do it because that is their response. And me, I... I overthink and I always want to make everything as convenient as possible for other people. And so if I don't get the answer that I'm expecting, I'm like, oh, they just don't like me or they meant to, you know, not include me or whatever. And I'm like, no, because not everything is about me now. And not now, but, you know, not everything is about me. And I need to realize that, you know, they're not trying to hurt me. They're not trying to not include me, but my actions as a person show that maybe I'm not as interested as as they are. So why should I be included in all this stuff if I'm just constantly going to say no? And so, you know, I'm trying to constantly get a seat at this table and it's full and it's full and it's full. And you know what? Maybe it is full, whatever. Who cares? And so 2021, I have honestly just adopted a new mindset. And it's been very, very helpful. So I started out, honestly, the kicker in all this was probably the February Horse Boss Challenge. If you're not into horses or whatever, the Horse Boss Group is a group ran by professional barrel racer Fallon Taylor. And she started holding these monthly challenges. I didn't enter January because I just didn't feel like it. I entered February's and the weather was way less than ideal in Iowa, but I actually rode more in that one month than I probably had in the past couple of months because it gave me something to work for and it gave me, the group gave me accountability. And so that was my table for a little bit. Like that group of people was my, was my table, even though I didn't necessarily know a lot of them in person, they were my cheer group. And so Honestly, that challenge has carried me into the rest of 2021 because through that challenge, I set way better goals and I improved habits and I my time management has gotten so much better and I stopped looking for a seat at everybody else's table. I started saying the things I wanted to. I started acting the way that I wanted to. I stopped being such a people pleaser because that is me. Like, I will bend over backwards to please somebody who wouldn't even give me the time of day because I thought it would give me the recognition to eventually earn a seat at that table. And so, yeah, like, I would, you know, offer to help them here and offer to do this and offer to do that. And, you know, if I haul somewhere, I'd be like, oh, no, you don't have to pay for gas. It's fine. Like, I got it. It's only a 100 bucks or whatever. I, I got it. And Like, I would just really try to do stuff because I thought it would help me, like, earn a seat, you know, at somebody's table. And now I just 
act on instinct. I, I mean, I obviously still try and be courteous, but I'm not going, I'm matching energy more than I used to. And I'm putting in effort equivalent to what other people in my life are. So I, when it says, you know, quit begging for a seat at a table that's already full, build your own table, I started with a somewhat empty table. I mean, there's this woman on Instagram, and she's the kindest person on the whole planet that I have ever not actually met, but, you know, over the Internet met. I've never met someone with, like, a more genuine heart in my whole life that just is selflessly kind without expecting anything in return. And I hope she listens to this, and I hope she listens to this part and knows that I'm talking about her because, seriously, like, to have not a lot of people that support you, especially, like, my mom is one of my biggest supporters and, like, my dad a little bit, but, like, not so much, um, more my mom. Um, when somebody else who owes you absolutely nothing comes into your life and they support you with like a genuine kindness and a genuine heart like that, it's like that kind of support is just unmatched because this woman did not have to reach out to me. This woman did not have to say anything nice to me. She didn't have to, you know, follow my journey. She didn't have to do any of the things that she's done and she has because she's just kind and I don't know what else to say. But those are the kind of people that I want to attract to my table because, yeah, in, you know, beginning 2021, I didn't know this person. And I started what I would say was a pretty empty table. You know, I had a few people. I have a really good friend I used to be on drill team with, and I feel like she's always been on, like, in my corner, and I hope she feels vice versa. Um, but it wasn't – I wasn't the girl who was always, you know – hanging out with eight or 10 or 20 people at the barrel race. I wasn't the one being cheered for always by people at the barrel race. You know, like I ran and the stands were quiet. And now even if the stands were quiet, I know I have people at my table because I just started acting how I wanted to act, like my more genuine self. Um, I didn't, I haven't taken things personally. So it's like if someone doesn't reach out, I will just reach out again and so be it, whatever, people get busy. Um, and I'm sorry if this is getting monotone. I'm just trying to, like, really get this out there. And I know I'm taking longer than usual because I'm already at, like, 15 minutes. But I started with an empty table, and I acted like my more genuine self instead of trying to get in with this group of friends that I so desperately wanted to. And the funny thing is that now the group of friends that I was trying to get into are all at my table. Yeah, they're all at my table. They were all at their own, and now they've kind of motated over to mine a little bit. They still have their own, but sometimes they come see mine and see what we're serving up. And so while I met, you know, this incredible person on Instagram, and she's so kind, and this other lady that she, I was a sponsored writer for her a few years ago, and um, she's super great. I don't know if she listens my podcast, but I'm going to shout her out anyway. Um, she is 
so kind, and she has given my me advice for my horse since day one. But ever since I've been starting to act like a more genuine version of myself, to quit begging for other people's attention and doing stuff for other people's attention, the people I was trying to attract the whole time now see because I put the work into myself and I put the work into my horses instead of putting the work into other people and then letting myself suffer because I was always so focused on doing stuff for other people that by the time I had, you know, a spare five minutes, I was like, I'm too tired to do anything for me because I've spent all whatever, all the time I have bending over backwards trying to make stuff easier for other people and now they're not going to take me seriously because I, you know, didn't do anything for myself. So that's my little thing for today. You know, just be who you want to be. You do not have to always be a people pleaser. You don't have to beg to be at somebody else's table because once you start acting like a true, genuine version of yourself, you're going to attract the people that are meant to be in your life. Like at the race this weekend, um, I normally, if I haul alone, I would be too nervous to ask anybody to record me because, like, I just don't want to be an inconvenience on somebody. Like, maybe they have something else to do with the race or maybe they just want to go home. Who knows? But I asked, you know, around a couple people. I was just felt like I was super kind about it just to be like, hey, I don't know if you're doing anything, but I really don't want to miss my run. Um, And people are genuinely happy to help out like I just you know I gotta ask but don't be afraid to be noticed either it's funny like I would always do stuff for other people hoping to be noticed but then I wouldn't want to ask for help in fear of being noticed as the girl who has to ask for help because she doesn't have friends or family there that just like automatically know to report her like I don't know if you know what I mean but anyway I've built my own table this year, and I started out with a couple people, and just being me, being my genuine self, putting effort into me, putting effort into yourself is like a mirror, you know, like, the more you polish it, the more you shine it, the cleaner it is, the more it works, the more it reflects onto other people, and so I feel like I've just, I've worked hard to be a better person this year, to be more independent, but also open to new things. And I I just think it's really helped because my horse, she's doing so much better because like I've gotten my, my stuff together and it's just, it's been a really great year and it shows the work that I've put in it shows and I can feel it every single ride she just gets better and better and I feel better and better don't get me wrong so like we still have days where we just don't agree and sometimes I just have to get off and say you know what tomorrow's a new day we'll figure this out tomorrow but the amount of good rides far far outweigh the bad and it's because I've taken the time to actually educate myself instead of just trying to take the easy way out and yo-yo that's the thing you guys like I mentioned about the yo-yo this year I have not yo-yoed as bad I've taken breaks when I needed them but it's like a couple days instead of you know weeks or a month at a time 
Because that's what I was doing before. I get frustrated that, you know, the things that I was doing, they weren't working, and I would just quit. And then I'd get frustrated the next ride, and I'd ride a few times, and, you know, because it'd been so long, it took me a while to get back in the groove, and then I'd get exhausted again, and then it just, the cycle would restart. But this year, man, this year, there's just something different in the air. I don't know if it's the will to win or the fact that my mare is getting a little bit older. She's not older. She's eight. But, you know, she's not four anymore. I gotta, I gotta get my stuff together and get her finished before she's, you know, 10, 11, whatever years old. So, whatever. It's just, it's been a good year. And I just want to say, if you're ever feeling discouraged, know that everybody has started where you are. Someone has been, you know, everyone starts as a beginner. Nobody one day wakes up, they're, you know, 16, 17 years old, and they're like, I want a barrel race. And they go win a buckle or win a saddle their first day. Like, y'all, that just doesn't happen. Even if they buy a finished horse somehow, it takes time to get with it, and it takes skills and years of practice to get with it. And so I know, like, this part is a little bit off topic, but, like, if you ever feel stuck or discouraged or, like, you don't fit in, just set goals. Set goals for yourself. Don't set goals to please other people necessarily, but set goals that are going to improve you and get you to where you want to be because that's when people are going to notice. That's when people are going to pay attention, not when you're bending over backwards, because for you, you might bend over backwards, but for them, you might be barely helping them out, and that's just how it is. But if you work on you and you just make, like, insane, insane improvement, whether it's, you know, I walked today on my horse, and then a month later you trotted, if that's the same improvement, like, people are going to notice. Or if you went from 5D, like, there's this girl, and I don't think she listens to my podcast either, so whatever, I don't care. Um, but she was having a lot of tough luck with her second barrel, and she has a nice horse. Like, they're just, you know, learning together and figuring it out, and that's just the way it goes. Um, she was having a lot of luck, a lot of tough luck with her second barrel. You know, they just go race after race after race, and it would always fall over, and you could see that every single time it was frustrating, every single time it was just like, Why? But she never gave up, dude. If I hit, you know, a couple barrels, I definitely get discouraged. But this girl never gave up. She just kept going out. She kept getting better. And I've seen her most recent videos. And holy cow, like, it's, it's a world of difference. I hope sometime she will, like, layer one of her old runs on top of her new one in the same or similar arena and just show people, like, what a crazy difference hard work makes because, y'all, it's crazy. And she, she, you know, is also in Horse Bosses, and at one point in Horse Bosses, she was new, and now her table is full because people have watched her journey and been inspired by her journey. And I'm not saying you always have to be successful to fill your table because that's definitely not it. You know, a lot of people gain friends because of the struggle, because you're struggling in similar ways. So don't feel like you have to be successful in order to have a lot of friends because, you know, that's just not the truth. 
if people are going to be your friend only when you're successful, they don't sound like very good friends to me. So I'm going to wrap this podcast up because it's a lot longer than I meant it to be. I filmed this on my way home from the long weekend. So yeah, you know when I'm driving, I just get to talking and that's just how it be. So I hope if you guys listen to this, it resonated with you. Um, please leave any feedback that you want. Um, I really, really appreciate it. Whether you skip through this podcast, you listen to a minute of it or five minutes of it, I really, really appreciate, appreciate, words are hard, you guys, I'm sorry. I really, really appreciate your time. Um, and yeah, just remember to stay true to yourself. Don't feel like you have to change who you are in order to gain the respect of other people because in the long run, the most genuine friendships that you're going to make are going to be made when you are being your most authentic self. And that's just how it is. So, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Have a good rest of your night.